up my record. Welcome to the Heart of Healing, the pandemic episodes. I am your host, Tom Fold. In these episodes, we'll meet loving, talented people who, while coping with their own pandemic stress, are offering others understanding, compassion, love, and ways to relax and heal even under the weight of current conditions. Listen with an open heart to those who in this time of crisis are offering their hearts and talents to all of us. I'm happy to have as our guest today, Evan Rabin. Rabin. It's my pleasure to be here, thanks so much. Nice to have you here. Evan is the Premier Chess, the CEO of Premier Chess. So Evan, what is Premier Chess? It sounds fascinating. Uh, yeah, thank you so much. So. Um, yeah, basically, um, I am the CEO and owner of Premier Chess, and I am a national chess master. I currently manage 48 instructors, and what we mainly do is we teach business and life lessons uh, through the game. Um, so we actually um, teach in a bunch of different schools. We teach at companies like Google and other, uh, you know, major uh, corporations, and we also do a lot of, uh, you know, private lessons, um, and whether we're working with a kid who's, you know, age three, or an adult, or a senior, uh, pretty much, uh, you know, what we're doing is the same. We're teaching business and life lessons uh, through, through the game. That's fascinating. I mean, you're actually working with corporations, and they, they are coming to you or working with you because it helps their business. Is that correct? Absolutely. How does that work? How do how does chess? I, I'm not a chess player, although I've tried a long time ago, and and because I was not patient enough, I didn't get beyond the beginnings. But I do get a sense of how you have to think ahead and have to have strategy. Is this what it's about? To, how does this be, turn into a business concept? Yeah. So the truth is, uh, you know, we when we're teaching, you know, how to play chess, we're not just teaching exactly uh, you know moves and how to move you know pieces but we're actually teaching uh, business and life lessons so uh, you know for instance when we're teaching thought process we're not just teaching how to come up with the best move but we're teaching how to uh, you know basically create a scientific way to come up with the best move and that's you know whether it be on the chessboard. Um, or, you know, doing your next, uh, you know, big business deal. Right. And, and how did you start? You started very young at playing chess. Is that right? Correct. I, I started chess when I was seven, actually. And I've been playing, uh, you know, pretty much ever since. And I've actually became a national master when I was uh, 20. Well, now, how, how did it grab you? I mean, were your family members chess players? And did they teach you or how did you get started? And what, what, what grabbed hold of you? Yeah, so my brother, uh, Alex, uh, you know, who's now a real estate uh, executive, and my dad, um, Keith, actually, you know, originally taught me how. Um, and then my French, Nas Kennedy, was running a chess program uh, at the Churchill School uh, in New York. Um, so I started, uh, you know, playing as part of that. And uh, pretty quickly after that, I started, you know, playing nationals and, uh, you know, really, uh, you know, just like totally moving forward. Can you tell somebody what it was that grabbed you that you felt this is vital? This is important. I love it. 
what was it about chess that, that really intrigued you? Yeah, well, for me, the biggest thing for me is, uh, you know, look, I, I actually had a, a learning disability uh, growing up. And, you know, for me, um, you know, I obviously had friends, but um, at the same time, um, you know, I, I actually wasn't like, you know, let's say the coolest kid, uh, you know, at, at school, actually. And for me, um, you know, two months after I learned how to move, move the pieces, I started, um, you know, at, actually uh, joining the, the Churchill test team. And it was actually just incredible. You know, I had an opportunity to, uh, you know, travel around the country, make friends. Um, you know, today, you know, most of my uh, really good friends actually are people that I met um, actually in the chess world. So uh, the community has been uh, absolutely amazing. That sounds wonderful. I mean, a lot of us were urging, looking for community. I mean, certainly during this time of the pandemic, uh, community has been very important. Speaking of which, right? right. Yeah, no, absolutely. And um, you know, and, and look, staying connected. Um, you know, look, I have my own podcast. I've recorded uh, like 140 episodes during the pandemic, and uh, you know, just staying connected is uh, incredibly important. Uh, did you, when you, before the pandemic, was all of your work in person or had you already started doing work online? Um, so we did a little bit of work online before. We had a couple private lessons here and there, uh, you know, virtually. Uh, but I would say 98% of our business before was uh, in person. Um, but we very, very quickly pivoted and uh, you know, since then we were, you know, quoted in the New York Times by my friend Bill McLean, uh, you know, about how our virtual programming has been, uh, you know, picking off, uh, you know, major time. Would you say that your business is stronger and bigger than it was before you went online? I would say so. Um, we, you know, look, we, we've had new partnerships with a lot of companies. We've started school programs online. Um, so yeah, I mean, o overall, um, you know, it's, and then of course, Queen's Gambit had a, you know, big impact as well. So, um, yeah, we've been, uh, you know, definitely expanding quite a bit. And what kind, what level of, uh, in the schools, where are you, what age range or grade range do you work within the schools? Yeah. So <laughs> we, we actually, um, deal with three to 100 plus in age. So we do a lot of preschool programs, elementary school programs, uh, high school programs, um, and, and et cetera, right? A lot for adults as well. What would you be doing in a preschool class? What would that look like or sound um, like? <laughs> sure. So um, every single uh, school that we sign a contract, actually, we have something very different. Uh, you know, we currently serve 80 plus schools and no two contracts are the same. Um, so it could be, you know, electives during the day. It could be, um, it could be programs, uh, you know, during the morning, it could be programs after school. Uh, but essentially what I like to say all the time, actually, is the truth is actually, you know, the way that we teach preschoolers and, you know, high schoolers and adults 
uh, is actually not that different. Um, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's uh, you know, teaching them, you know, basic principles, uh, fundamentals, um, you know, and getting them ready to, you know, ultimately compete, right, and, and show uh, everything that they're learning. Well, I'm fascinated by the idea that you would be help being able to do this with a preschooler. What, what words kind of would you use with a preschooler to get them involved? Sure. So, yeah, I mean, for us, um, you know, really, it's, it's, it's throwing in a little bit more humor. Um, you know, like if, if you could do that, um, then there's no reason a preschooler can't learn just as much as anyone, you know, who, who's much older. So, um, you know, we, we in this case, yeah, we'll do, um, you know, a lot of work, um, you know, just realizing that it takes a little bit longer, right? The average adult beginner, um, I could teach all the rules and basic strategy, uh, basically within a few, a, a, like two or three lessons, you know, with preschoolers that takes, you know, 12 sessions. Uh, but other than that, it, it's just, you know, give it, making them confident. Um, you know, I, I use stories a little bit more, uh, you know, sometimes, um, you know, for instance, when I, you know, talk about how the king moves, right? I say the king is an old man. He can only go, you know, one step at a time. Um, so, you know, in that regard, it's uh, a little bit different. Right. Well, that's important because one of the things that I know can be complicated for people at the very beginning is how each piece moves. But if you add a story to it, that sounds like a way to help people understand, particularly young people. Right. And then... Um, when you're in the corporations, what is it that they're looking for? What are they looking for with, with your classes? Um, yeah, so for them, um, really it comes down to, I would say, three major things. Uh, one is just the idea of critical thinking, right? So when we're teaching, you know, thought process, um, pretty much each single step that we teach, you know, relates to business, right? So I'd say, you know, when your opponent makes a move, the first thing you need to do is, you know, look at what your opponent uh, is doing and figure out, you know, why he made that move. So, you know, the idea is in business, you need to obviously sort of translate that and realize that you need to always really take into account, uh, you know, what your competitors are doing, um, right? And then you come up with, you know, candidate moves, right? You don't uh, really invest in one stock without at least looking at two or three alternatives. Um, so, you know, the truth, <clears throat> the truth is, you know, <clears throat> that, <clears throat> excuse me, that applies, uh, you know, in, in, in business as, as well. So um, it, it comes to that. Um, then it also comes, you know, in the financial realm. Um, you know, on one hand, you need to mitigate risk. On the other hand, you need to constantly uh, move forward, right? And, you know, take risk, right? You'll never, you know, be a successful company if you just, you know, never take any risks. Um, and the same thing in chess, of course. Well, when you're talking to a, a company group, how many people, by the way, if you go into a company, how many people are you in a class usually? I mean, any any given size? 
Um, so it totally varies, um, you know, based on, uh, you know, the, the, the company. But, um, I mean, for instance, we did a class last week with a major tech company. And, uh, you know, we had about 35 in the class. Uh, we also actually, a couple months ago, hosted an all-Ivy invitational tournament um, where there were, you know, about 70 people uh, on there. Wow. So when you're talking to that class or teaching them, are you talking, as you just did to me, about how this relates to business? I mean, or are you just talking about chess and how to play the game? So it, it depends on the class, um, you know, just like our school programs, they are customizable. So it really kind of de- depends on what they want. Um, but generally speaking, uh, like, for instance, this class that we did last week with the tech company, uh, you know, we actually did a short, you know, 10 minute uh, presentation, uh, you know, about the business skills that, you know, you, you learn in chess. Um, and then after that, we, uh, you know, went into an, an actual lesson. Um, you know, followed by a Q and A. Um, so we, we were, you know, also catering to you know students of you know different skill levels uh, too, of course. Right, right. What kind of questions do you field in that kind of a class situation? Um, so it comes from you know, it's, a, it's definitely a broad range. Um, you know, sometimes we will um, you know get questioned just about you know general. Uh, chess and improvement. Uh, sometimes there'll be questions about, uh, you know, specific ways that uh, their, um, the specific ways that, you know, their line of business, uh, you know, could relate to chess. Um, and then, you know, sometimes there'll be more technical, you know, in-game and opening questions. So, um, you know, it, it totally uh, varies, uh, you know, based on, uh, you know, the students and their levels. Right. Understood. And do, do companies do this more than once? I mean, is it like a series of classes for them? Um, so it depends on the company. Of course, you know, when we like to, you know, sign contracts like any other company. Uh, we do like to, uh, you know, certainly build bigger relationships than, uh, you know, like a one off uh, thing. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, we, we do, uh, often, you know, take part in like sales training to another, uh, you know, kind of one-time, uh, opportunities, but, uh, you know, we also have, you know, for instance, the law firm, uh, where we teach, uh, actually, uh, you know, once a month. Right. Cause I can imagine, and this is just off the cuff for me, that if you were in a company like a law firm, they'd be very interested in, in each individual in learning more and would want to come back for further lessons because it takes time to develop all of these skills. Absolutely. And, you know, the truth is like, you know, if you do a one-off event, um, you'll be able to, you know, certainly get some stuff out of it, but, um, you know, for, for companies or schools for that matter, uh, you know, to really get like the bang for their buck, um, you know, it's, it's important to do something that's fairly regular. What are the most important things for someone who's learning chess, an adult who's learning chess now? Is it besides learning how the, how the pieces move, besides learning, let's say, basic strategy? What is it that you need, you teach more? What do you have to learn? Well, um, there's 
tons of things, right? Um, you know, I'm a national master, but, you know, I'm fairly far, honestly, from, you know, grandmaster uh, in strength. Um, and, you know, there's a lot that, of course, I'm working on. So, you know, the, the, the basically, I would say what it comes down to is, uh, you know, probably the number one thing um, is actually just learning like thought process and doing that consistently, right? So too often students will um, basically just come up with a move because it's like somewhat decent, right? But, uh, you know, so just today, right? We actually have a in-person chess and sports camp uh, in the city uh, that I was at earlier today. And, you know, I was working with one kid a little bit and he said, you know, he made a move. And I said, well, do you have any idea about what your opponent would do, you know, in return? Um, and he said, no, I'm not sure, you know. And, and I said, uh, well, the truth is that, um, you know, you can't just make a move, uh, you know, right? you need to know, obviously, like what is ahead. Um, so there's definitely that, you know, iron out your thought process, uh, people get in touch with me. I'm happy to, you know, share a document actually that uh, outlines that. Um, also, we have, um, you know, the importance of, you know, learning, uh, you know, basic end games, right? Um, you know, I, I was watching a game this morning with two beginners that, you know, they just didn't know how to finish the game. Um, you know, I the other day was playing against a weaker player in the U.S. Open. Uh, he got into an equal end game against me, uh, but he just didn't know what he was doing, you know, and, and I, you know, outplayed him. Um, and he's, yeah, like what I would say is like an intermediate player. So um, end games are important. And then, of course, puzzles are very important, um, you know, so you could build your tactical awareness. So um, I tell students to do, you know, at the very least, 10 puzzles uh, a day. Right. Fascinating. There's an awful lot involved. And um, some people take it naturally, obviously, are naturals. It would seem that you are one since you started so early and, and advanced so quickly. Um, did it just come easily to you? Um, I mean, I definitely wouldn't say it came easy to me. I would say if there's one thing that I've had that has helped me, uh, it's just the drive. The drive to learn, the drive to succeed. Yeah. Which is more important? What's your, in your heart, what do you want? To, to win more or to learn more, to become better? Um, I would say um, the biggest thing is, um, yeah, I mean, I, I would say the drive to, to learn, uh, but also that drive to be confident. Right. Um, you know, too often players play higher rated players and they'll just kind of, you know, almost bow down uh, in the beginning of the game, which, of course, is not, you know, a good thing to do um, because, you know, wrote a blog post a couple months ago about confidence. And one of the biggest things that I uh, wrote about, actually, was this idea that, you um, this idea that you need to um, 
you know, you, you, you need to be confident, right? You can't just let people, you know, that are stronger, uh, you know, win. Um, often players will play a little bit passively. They're playing a high-rated player. Uh, you know, the other day I was playing a lower-rated player and I offered him a draw in a much worse position that was even losing. And without really thinking much, you know, he accepted the draw, right? And the only reason he did that is he was saying, oh, wow, I'm an A player. He's a master. It's a good result. But the truth is, you should be thinking like, wait a minute, if a master's offering me a draw, well, guess what? He's probably losing, <laughs> you know, which I was. So, um, you know, being confident is, uh, you know, extremely important. Yeah, I understand. And it sounds like it also would be important and has probably been for you in building premier chess. I mean, you, you started to build something and you had to take, you had to use your confidence and your belief in what you're doing to make this succeed, succeed which it sounds like it has. How many years has premier chess been in, in business? Yeah, confidence is very important uh, in the business. Uh, we're actually around our four-year anniversary right now. Uh, we started uh, officially in September 2017, uh, but I was very confident. And within you know the first two months of the business, we were in about uh, about 14 schools. So um, sometimes you just need to you know constantly move forward. Yes. Have you noticed in any of your past students from the schools over these last four years have been moving along and maybe getting into tournaments and doing well? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've had, um, you know, for instance, one kid from Grace Church School, uh, you know, tied for first in his section, uh, you know, at the New York State Championships. Um, we've had uh, several teams do, uh, you know, very well. And, uh, you know, more importantly, I would say, uh, you know, on the academic side, um, you know, we've seen, uh, you know, kids, you know, get into, you know, high school and college, uh, you know, not, you know, purely based on chess, I would say, but, um, you know, I would say it's an impact. Uh, in fact, one of our instructors now is uh, an alumni of one of our high school programs. Um, you know, I know I wrote, you know, a recommendation letter for him in, in college. Um, so, you know, more importantly than, uh, you know, the scores, I would say it definitely has, uh, you know, a very big impact, uh, you know, in their, in their yes, I would imagine careers would... Uh, and, uh, you know, career careers. Yes, I can imagine that you know, colleges looking at these students would say they, they have more something going for them using ch chess as a background and companies saying, look, you guys, you guys and gals, ladies can, can really um, think ahead. Speaking of which, what is the percentage of men and women or is it equal that you were working with or what do you see? Um, so right now, of course, things are, you know, obviously a lot more men, um, but things are actually, uh, you know, changing. So, um, you know, Queen's Gambit has been, you know, absolutely massive for chess. And yeah, people are definitely, you know, learning more and more uh, and when it comes to, uh, you know, women playing chess. Yeah, Queen's Gambit was fascinating. What did you think of it from a point of view of being a chess master? Um, I thought it was great. Um, you know, for one, you know, look, I have to say that, 
uh, it had a great impact on our business. So, of course, I'm not complaining there. Right. But, um, you know, look, it, 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 it just it made chess something that is not so much. Um, it, yeah, like it, it made chess not something that is, you know, a rarity. Um, and, it, and it just it, it made chess an industry, uh, you know, basically. You know, um, human, it humanized chess. It brought human feelings into it. Exactly. Which is wonderful. You, you want that. Well, listen, Evan, this is wonderful. I'm enjoying this conversation. And amazingly, we've gone pretty close to the end. So a question I have for you has to do with how people can get in touch with you. If someone who's been listening to this would like to learn more about your program, would like to learn more about chess, how can they reach out to you? What kind of way? Absolutely. So, yeah, thank you so much, Tom, for the opportunity to, you know, come. It's been, uh, you know, absolutely a pleasure, uh, you know, being here. And uh, yeah, thank you all for, you know, listening. Uh, but yeah, if anyone does, uh, you know, want to learn more, we do, again, like I said before, work with students of really all ages and skill levels, uh, where we teach, you know, business and life lessons, uh, you know, through the game. So um, if anyone does want to learn more, uh, you know, ask about options for learning, but also uh, just, you know, maybe ask any, you know, just related, uh, you know, type of question uh, as well. Uh, definitely, please do consider reaching out. You could, of course, reach me at evan at premierchess.com, or you could take a look at our website uh, where we have our podcast, blog, everything else as well. Um, and that's www.premierchess.com www.premierchess.com. That's correct. Well, that's wonderful. Well, my last question for you, sir, is what is your hope for the future? What is that you would like to see happen in the near and long-term future? Yeah, so, you know, for one, it's just, you know, keep keep on going and, you know, constantly grow. Um, you know, we like to, you know, teach, you know, as many, you know, students as, as we can. Um, and I would say I also want to see us, uh, you know, getting into, you know, more companies. I think schools now, um, for the most part, um, see the value, uh, you know, in chess. And uh, we want to, you know, see that grow. That's wonderful. Well, Evan, thank you so much for being a guest on our show and I wish the very best to you and to Premier Chess. Thank you so much. I look forward to being in touch. Take good care.